0: You're listening to In the Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation.
1: Hi everyone, it's America and Teresa. Hi. We're back for another session of In the Open. Today we're going to be talking about learning to calm down, which for me is a little triggering because I hate that phrase of calm down. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but um it is interesting that we're gonna explore this and, and kind of discuss how we go about navigating this and ultimately walking away with some helpful tips. So can I start with where I'm triggered by this phrasing? I think it starts with in the experiences that I've had most often with my fiance, he will say, Calm down. And I'm perfectly calm, like I may be upset about something or I'm voicing something, but I am not out of control in any way. I'm calm. But when he says that, it it triggers something in my brain that I'm like, oh, you want to see what's not calm down? <laughs> but he's <laughs> sensing a vibe. He, he is. But I think the way that it's approached, the, the actual terminology, like calm yeah. down.
0: Yeah. I hate that. Did a lot of people tell you to calm down
1: when you are growing I think up? so, yes. Why is that? I think because I had big reactions to things, you know, like I'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. And so with that comes this idea that it had to be tempered in some way. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't have to temper it. I mean, I may have to maybe think about how much of an explosive reaction I give.
0: Yeah. The series that we're doing is on – recovery, like things that we need to do to get better from our last series, which is the the trauma and the training that we get from humanity, from being human. Yeah. I, I get a sense that you're – I don't know what the word is. Like I, I always end up using an externalizer versus an internalizer. But when things happen to you, you are, you're saying you tend to be reactive to them. Mm-hmm. It's easy for you to voice your opinion. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm probably an internalizer. I don't voice opinions. I just eat the words. Right. And then I feel the rage inside. Mm-hmm. I don't know that people have told me to calm down. And I know I'm not, like, I know I'm not calm inside until something just tips me over. And then it's zero to 100. And my people around me are like, what the hell?
1: So when you're talking about this feeling of not feeling calm. What, what is that? Describe that to me.
0: So it's really interesting because in mental health, you know, they give you the words, you know, anxiety, stress. But I always I'm not felt like that's enough. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a person that I love the new diagnosis of complex PTSD. Mm-hmm. That's different from PTSD. So PTSD is like, probably how I felt as a child, like hyper vigilant, um, had nightmares, afraid all the time, what's going to happen at every turn. But over time, just those experiences, not feeling calm, I keep turning back to safety because it just does, it's like, how does it, what does a body or a brain look like when you don't feel safe for a long period of time in your childhood? And then you transition that into adulthood where I'm not, In danger anymore, but my body has been trained to basically assume that bad things are gonna happen. Okay. That is what my body feels like. So it's anxious.
1: But how do you feel that anxiousness? Is it I want you to describe your physical stuff.
0: Tension. I mean, we talked about pain, racing thoughts. I go to like for a long time I had to sleep train to train my body to chill out because I'm always I always look like I'm about to get in a fight. You know what I mean? Like that's how it feels. Like I'm all tense. Like my okay. body is up. My body is up. My b- my brain is up. It's very hard to relax unless I'm doing something that I know relaxes me. And I have found those things that have helped me. But then, I, then it's hard because it's like an addiction thing where I'm all, oh, because I want to feel better, I overdo those things, you know? So I feel tense all the time or just feel st- stressed, but it feels just like I'm being wrung out okay, all the time. But it's just me and nobody can see it because I'm yeah, really good at masking and putting on a good face and showing up to my job and doing what I need to do by compartmentalizing my brain and just separating myself from that brain space. So the way it plays out, it's just global, you know, health problems.
1: No, but you're taking it like you're taking it to other levels. When I'm talking, when I hear you and like you're going like this, like your body, like your shoulders are hunched. Yeah, kind of I, in a it's like protective my neck is super thing. tight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, know? I think for me, when I get into this place of when I know that I'm not calm, I really can't sit. I I just feel like I have to do something. I have to keep my hands busy in some way. My brain has to remain busy, yeah. even with things that are not important, right? Like, I could be mopping the floor. It doesn't matter, but it's taking away from these little car inside my stomach that's like, you gotta keep going. yeah, Move. And that energy is then filtered out into, like, maybe some more fidgeting yeah, the more excited speech, yeah. you know, that comes through for me, where I'm just like, oh my god, I got, I got to tell somebody what what's happening in my brain.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm making myself super hyped.
0: Are you making yourself <laughs> hyped up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. No, um, I just think there's so many things in in a person's life that acts against calm. Yeah, I don't have the reaction that you have. <laughs> It's when people are like, calm down. I almost just look at people like, what is, what are you talking about? What is this calm? Yeah. What is this word calm you talk about? (laughs) Okay. And then, and also because I also have had panic attacks, anxiety runs in my family, which is why we're all drinkers. But then you added layers of tra- trauma. So, I'm, like for me, I, I was always hard growing up to tell what's what's where in this anxiety spectrum do I exist, <laughs> like, mm. you know? Like, and maybe that's the fault of labels that cause you to feel even anxious about the label that you have, which I'm, I know I, I've struggled with, you know? Like, ugh. it's
1: interesting the where you're where you're kind of heading because where my reaction is immediately like. I know what a calm state is. I'm there. And your reaction is like, what? What do you mean calm? What what does that even mean? What is calm? (laughs) Yeah. So we're coming at it from two different places. And I think what may be interesting to explore is when your reaction is, what does this even mean? But you've referenced how you had to teach yourself to be able to find that. Right.
0: Yeah. I'm going to also balance that. I think there's a difference too with depression because, you know, depression and anxiety are best friends. Mm-hmm. So when I'm depressed, I don't feel calm either. Even mm-hmm. though my body feels like I'm a sloth, my body has forced itself to go into hibernation state.
1: Let me let me think, and maybe we can answer this question together. When When you think of being calm, mm-hmm. for me, that looks like I'm at ease. I'm I'm not reacting in any way that's out of turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am I'm level. That's that's where calm is. Like I can process things, listen, pay attention. Well, I don't necessarily have to react. I can take it in, mm-hmm. let it go. I'm also not in the frame of mind where I am thinking of everything that's supposed to happen, mm. right? Because that's where my brain is. I'm the planner brain. So it's consistently like, oh, seven months from now, I'm supposed to be doing this thing, right? Mm-hmm. I guess the, uh, the, the other thing I would focus on is there are no demands on my person at mm-hmm. that moment. It's just me responding to what I want and what I need.
0: I love that. There are no demands on our person, demands from outside, demands from inside. Mm-hmm. I would say in the moments where I feel most calm and at peace, that is what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that when I'm watching TV and I feel that when I'm doing specific activities like doing a puzzle or crocheting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My brain is able to turn off and sometimes my husband looks over at me. He's like, what are you thinking about? I don't know. Nothing, actually. (laughs) Nothing, which is amazing. Yeah. But that's different than, you know, when someone's coming at you, like your husband or my children, and I feel a rage come inside. I'm... Constantly not my best self. <laughs> I'm yelling <laughs> at my husband, yelling <laughs> at my children. So much yelling, so much impatience. And is that moment where you're like, you're about to do something you don't want to do? You need to take a breath before you do something you want to do. And is yeah. that the practice of calming down too? Is like not exploding, learning. Yeah. I would say. Yes, this is where my reactive nature—it's mm-hmm. like Daniel the tiger. Count to four.
1: Totally, and and that's part of the the process that I am, you know, I've been implementing where my brain automatically will want to be like, "Rah, pounce!" Right, and I'm like, "No, we've already addressed this. Think of the words that are going to come out of your mouth." And I've I've done, I think, good. I'm working on it still, but. Where I'm able to say to the other person, "We've discussed this. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to engage in this conversation."
0: So, in your brain, mm-hmm. in those moments where you are about to be reactive, what what's the mind trick you use? What do you oh. do first?
1: The first one is like, expletive, 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 and then <laughs> I'm like, Whew, "All right, don't go down the negative. Don't." And I'm like. Dang it to hell. Okay, let me go in the other direction. And I will, I literally have to stop my brain. I yes, do. stop.
0: But you tell yourself, don't. Don't yeah. go there. Don't go yep. there. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I tell
0: myself, stop. Stop. Somebody, you have to stop that train. Yeah. How long did it take you to learn how to stop that train?
1: Dude, I'm still, I'm still pr- in practice. I, I, yeah. You know, I'm getting better at it. Um, there was a situation recently where... Um, a statement was made and my brain and my body was automatically like what you know (laughs) yeah and i said i exactly what i said to you expletive expletive all right this is where the work comes in shut up and do what you know is better right so i was like Okay, man, this is blah, blah, blah. And I turned away. I literally turned my body away to like, yeah. disengage.
0: I find that there are times in my life I can't run away. Yeah. So when, it's, when I explode at people, the, those are only the closest people to me. But mm-hmm. the other thing that I do when I'm not in a good space is I cry and I hate it because yeah. I can't calm down and I'm catching my words and then I'm crying in public. Yeah. And then I'm sh- ashamed that I have like public display of crying, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know, or I'll be like in the car crying on my way to the grocery store and I'm like, get your tears cleaned up so you can go grocery shopping and not look
1: like yeah. you're a weirdo.
0: But I think that that's different than when I explode. I don't, I'm in this place now where I'm trying to learn that in that way, it's, it's okay. Like, I don't. Maybe I don't need to calm down. Maybe I need to cry, and I need to feel less shame about crying, right. I, but that's hard.
1: Where I kind of sit with that is two things. like one it's self-soothing and allowing yourself to sit with that. And the other, it's it's like an internal explosion that physically has to come out, right? When I get to a place where I cannot not cry, that's not a good space for me because I don't like crying. And in my in my head I see every single movie scene where like the woman <laughs> is in the crowd like damn to hell I'm gonna stop and clean myself up. You know it's like no like this is this is life. You're you're you struggle.
0: Yeah. But people people don't like it. I understand why people don't like anger because no, that's like, you're going to do harm to someone else. You need to control your anger. But why do we hate crying?
1: Like, why can't we just
0: cry more regularly? Because in
1: some way, being sensitive is seen as a negative, right? And that's what we're yeah. showing. It's stupid, though. I think that's it is. Wrong. We have to change that. You have to let go of that stuff. Whether somebody phrases it to you in this space of like, oh, well, you need to calm down. You need to... Um, Learn how to calm your senses. It's it's funny, too. It's very interesting. I
0: don't – who tells you to calm down when you're crying? I don't think more people – I don't think people tell you to calm down when you're crying. Uh, as yeah, much they as they do. When, as much as when they tell you to calm down when you're angry. True. And who are those people that tell you to calm down when you're crying? Your mother? <laughs> yeah. Is that because we were trained when we were little kids? Like, I tell my kids when they're crying, okay, 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 you know, like, you're going to be Okay. <laughs> I feel like some people in parenting circles are like, nope, go ahead, cry. That's painful. It hurts. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because we were all trained, especially the older generation, to just suck it up. Yeah, Nobody gives a crap about your feelings.
1: (laughs) Right. I'll give you something to cry about, right? It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack there. I think one of the things that is most useful to me when when we think about learning to calm down is recognizing – how some things are triggering for me so my fiance in particular I've asked him please don't use that phrasing yeah once you use that phrasing it ignites like a fire so yeah approach it differently
0: well I think we're we're all that is true like triggering words that just mm. set us off um but what you also touched on I don't know if this is what you meant but Telling people to calm down was a way for us as a society to also control and keep people under control. Totally. So there are things that we should get angry about and there are things that we should cry about. But because we were told and trained early on that it doesn't matter and like nobody cares about your feelings, then we become apathetic about all kinds of things that we should get angry about. Yep. That's not the goal either, right? The goal (laughs) is not to just not care about anything. So when I said earlier like not to care, not to give a f about something, it's not all things. So what is it? Like what's the distinction there? It's
1: I think part of it is that we we're talking about the spectrum, right? We can't we can't go to the extreme where everything is like either making us angry or super sad and because yeah. if we go there that the world is super sad, but you know, we can go there. And then you go to the other end of that spectrum and you're like, everything sucks and there's no point in doing anything. So it, it, for me, it's that leveling place right around the middle where you're like, there are things that are going to upset me. Yeah. There are things that are going to make me happy. But for, for me to find a place where I can feel the most calm, I have come to understand that if, for me, it requires some time for me to just be by myself. I can't really do that with other people around me. I do feel caged a little bit mm. when others are around. So I, yeah. I need to be by myself. Do something like you were talking about like whether it's crocheting, some some non activity related thing. That's yeah. only what I want to do. What yeah. I want to do.
0: As you're talking it's it's it makes me think about the different like for me, the categorization of the two is about productive energy versus unproductive energy. So if the anger and the anxiety or the stress that I have is productive, meaning it's giving me something back, then it's good, right? That's that's healthy. That's mm-hmm, going to drive mm-hmm. me to work. It's going to drive me to take action and hopefully appropriately say something to someone to set a boundary, But if it's unproductive energy, if it's unproductive stress, then I'm just, for me anyways, the way that looks is rumination, thinking internally, you know, it's not serving anything. It's not serving me. It's not serving, not
1: helping anyone
0: else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even that unproductive
1: energy, it builds and yeah, it builds and it can turn into a, a much more negative emotion
0: that's where all the global things yeah start to come into play yeah. yeah no for sure
1: i'd like that Teresa.
0: i also find now that i'm talking out loud about it too I, it's like i should i have to let go of when productive and en- energy like not having that shame spiral after which becomes unproductive energy right because mm-hmm. if i'm have If I'm feeling moved by something and I need to cry and I need to say something to someone and I'm not hurting anyone, that's productive energy. But I always feel shame afterwards,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is the transition from like, hey, you felt a feeling and you felt compelled to do something. But then you went and did all the things you normally do and you, you basically tipped the scale <laughs> to make all of what was productive into this unproductive energy by sitting in shame and anxiety.
1: Does that tie – to how confident you feel about yourself and the decisions that you make.
0: Yeah, I think that when I'm not confident and I'm wrestling with something bigger or harder or if I feel like I don't have control over something, it always looks like a mess.
1: You know, I really I am I I'm pulled by this information that you're giving me right now about this productive and unproductive because where my brain wants to immediately go is like, hold on, I'm going to look at every single situation that I've ever experienced and has it been productive or unproductive energy, you know? <laughs> like. And with that, I think some of the things that are coming through for me are the fact that when we are in a, in a place of having these productive feelings, it is a feeling of calm that comes through. There's um, some sort of serene energy that we have. Where we feel not only confident that we're okay in that moment or in that time and space, but we can adjust.
0: I have the power. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And confidence and confidence and power and control means that you can be energized and angry, but you're not, yeah, burdened because you have control. Yeah. Which is really cool. How, who's like that i can think of some people in my mind i'm not going to name them but you see people i see people in my in in the world not in my life but who have more confidence and control do they also have a lot of privilege and power
1: i'm thinking of a few people that don't necessarily have a lot of privilege but they have power of mind
0: of their mind, yeah,
1: end. yeah. Where they're, regardless of the situations, they're like they're flowing with it, you know. Where I, I'm not so much of a flower.
0: Yeah. Then I, I yeah, I've also met some people who have been through enormous challenges and they just are okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that fake or is their brain different? Like I don't know. This is interesting.
1: Hmm. So, any final thoughts? No. No final thoughts. Right now, I'm calm. What stuck out to you?
0: Productive and unproductive energy?
1: Productive and unproductive and...
0: I like what you said about confidence. I have to sit with that. In places where I don't feel calm, do I have power? Do I have control? How can I find that power or control inside myself? And I also... You know, gratitude is hard for me. I think I've said that a lot, but I'm trying to explore how gratitude and positive thoughts can help shift my brain from feeling heavy. And I, I just want to sit with what you said that calmness feels like. Um, look, I already lost it. Calmness feels
1: like there are no demands. There are on no your person.
0: demands on my person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if I just say that, like, okay, find calm. No demands, on my person tap back into that space of what that feels like when I like, can I start to, I'm trying like imagining what it feels like to be in a place where I don't feel calm, but can I go, can I imagine sitting and watching TV? Can I imagine sitting and doing my puzzle
1: mm-hmm. knowing
0: that I'll get there soon to just bring that feeling yeah, here in this present moment where I need it just so I could take a breath and reset my brain.
1: Mm-hmm. I like this conversation today. Um, We're going to talk to you all next week. Hopefully you got a couple of nuggets today. Thanks, everyone. Keep on fighting in the open. Bye, guys.